0: So I know it's been a while since I have done any podcasts in about a month or so. There's just been a lot going on in my life that I hadn't had a chance to share. So we'll start off with the first thing that's (laughs) happened. Um, So for the most part of my life, um, my mom has always been with me. I've had my own place here and there. Um, but due to her health and different things like that, we always found that sometimes it was easier to kind of be together and stuff. But about a year ago, I got my own place, which was really hard for her, wasn't the easiest thing in the world. Um, excuse me, but she got through it. We got through it. I mean, I enjoyed having my own place, I loved having my own space, my own ability to do what I want, you know, and even more so. It makes you feel that adulthood. You know, I'm here. I'm showing up. I can't resign. It is what it is. My mother and I have always had a great relationship. She's always been my best friend. And there really isn't much that I cannot tell her or afraid to tell her. She's always been very understanding. And, you know, she just loves me. She's my mom. On the flip side to our relationship, I have a sister. My sister is older by a year and a half. But most people never realize that because... I've always kind of stepped into that big sister role. We're not close. We're related by blood. And that's about as far as it goes. Um and my mother and her have a rocky relationship. Is that my mother's fault? Not really. My sister. Um <clears throat> she's like me in, in a way. We we tend to push people away. Um but I don't push away my mother. That's my mom. You know, that's my best friend. You know, I'm biracial um, and my mother's white. And my mother went through a lot with my sis- to have my sister and I and family turned their back on her. And, you know, she could have given us up. She could have aborted us. But instead, my mother lived in the fact of knowing that I love my daughters and I don't give a damn what anybody says. Either you're part of my life or you're not. And with my mom, she really stood up and really became, for me, my hero. Because she's not a weak person by any means. Um, she is a fighter. And I can completely understand her position, you know, that fighting spirit inside of my mother. And she would do anything for my sister and I, and she has. You know, my friends used to come over and used to think that we were rich. And I'm like, bitch, my mama got some food stamps. What the fuck are you talking about? But my mother, you know, she never really wanted us to see a side of life that was bad, if that makes sense. So to me, you know, I always had respect for my mom. You know, her whole family turned their life, their backs on her. They didn't want nothing to do with her. And they damn sure didn't want nothing to do with the niggers. So, you know, we weren't allowed to family outings or family gatherings. When invitations were sent to my mother, it only had my mom on there. You know, I'm 37 now and I haven't even met half my relatives on my mother's side. I met a cousin of mine about a year or so ago. And she says, I don't know if she was being smart to me but her, her, the thing that she said was, Wow, I have a cousin. I haven't, it took, no, I, I'm sorry, this is she said. She said, Wow, I have a cousin that I'm just meeting 47 years later. First of all, Hunty, <laughs> I'm 37, bitch, let's be clear. But I get what her meaning is. And again, and the way that she said it kind of came off a little smart. But again, I don't think it was toward me. I do think it was toward this situation because truthfully, we have never met. I didn't know this white woman. I mean, I could have passed her on the street. She'd be like every other white person I've ever met. You know what I mean? Um, so there's that. So my mother decided, I'm sorry, we kind of got on fun and tangent here, <laughs> but my mother decided for my sister and her and for their relationship to move to Ohio with my sister. I was, I was not against it. I honestly, before my mother even told me that was her plans, I had recommended because we're going to be moving to Virginia so that I could be, you know, close to North Carolina by a a couple hours, you know, still close to New Jersey, but have better opportunities for myself as well as for my son, especially for my son for school. And I recommended for my mom that why don't she split her time between me and my sister so that way because we're closer to my sister now that was another reason for us to move because I do feel like my sister should have my mother there as well you know but my mom is spoiled by me you know she pref- yes she prefers to be with me but because I don't mistreat her I don't talk shit to her you know I don't I don't treat her badly whereas my sister on the opposite side, she's um well she crazy. First of all, I mean we all crazy, let's be honest. You know, women in general are crazy, but for my family, we we comes a little bit more crazier. Um, but for my sister, you know, with her, the problem with my sister is is that we've had some hurt and a lot of pain in our past. And my sister has not moved past that. And I don't know if I have, I think I have in some way, but I still have a tendency to push people away. I push people away out of fear of being hurt, really and truly. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I don't want to be hurt. You know, I've spent a lifetime of being hurt. You know, from the time I can remember, you know, my mom tried to shield us as much as she can, but kids are smart, we're resilient, you know. I could see the dislike. I could see the difference. I could see how much my mom was hurting. You know, you grew up with your brothers and sisters. You're one brother and you were the best friends. I mean my mom would tell us stories hilarious stories of my uncle and her and the shit that they used to go into get into, sorry. And I rem and I remember looking at my mom's face and seeing The tears swell in her eyes, you know, the tears fall from her eyes and, you know, the shake of her hand telling these stories because it was heartbreaking, heartbreaking to have your best friend, which was your brother, you're close knit with every one of your brothers and sisters for the most part. And you turn around and you make a decision, not based off of race or based off of anything, but you made a decision to be with someone regardless of color and push out two beautiful little girls and they basically shun you for this. They hate us before we even got here. They hated us before they got to know us. And it's funny because I watch my Aunt Patty with my son now. And my Aunt Patty was the one my mother lived with um, initially who put my mom out because my mama had... Spicks and niggas for friends yeah that's i have a better country action than that but anyway and um and it's funny because i see her now and you know she gives me a hug it's aunt patty you know she really feels disrespected if i don't call her patty if i don't call her aunt patty and you know just like hey patty you know um but at the same token in my perspective it's like you know, it's kind of like earning your title kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to call my dad dad. You ain't been around for years, nigga. Like, what the fuck? You think I'm gonna be like, hey, daddy? Yeah, negative. So, we've gotten to know each other over the years. I mean, we're not close. My Aunt Mary Lou and I are very close. And, you know, she's actually been the one who kind of apologized and stuff. But <clears throat> I, I watched my Aunt Patty with my son and she just adores my son. And she'll sit there and play in his curls. And she's like, oh, my God, his little curls. They're so cute. Like, she, and she just rubs her hands in his hair and pulls his curls. And the whole time I'm thinking, well, bitch, had you got your ass out of your head, you could have been playing in my beautiful hair and my sister's. Like, what's wrong with you? But, and I'm not upset or jealous i i love the fact that she likes my son and plays in his hair and compliments him and you know i i, I that makes me feel good but you know there's still a lot of so i don't want to say there's still a lot of hurt there because there's really not i don't have any animosity toward anybody I, I don't roll that way i'm more of a person who if there's an issue let's fix it then i'm just gonna hate you for the rest of my life There are people that I have just completely cut out of my life that have deserved that cut, and there's no really truly mending those fences. My sister is actually one of those people, Um, and there's not few. There's actually three that matter, which is my sister, my brother, my father. Those are three that I really am like, I'll pray for you and wish you well, but we don't need any interaction. Apart from them three people, I'm pretty much open to mending any issues I have with people. Which, knock on wood, I don't have a lot of issues with people. If I don't like you and don't care for you, it is what it is. I I don't, I'm not fake about it. It just is what it is. But I try not to, there's not people I meet who I'm like, I don't like you. There's very few that I meet that are like that. There are some people who like, I'm just like, no, they're just not somebody I want to, you know, interact with, but somebody who I'm like, I don't like you, because it's not dislike, it's just, we don't mash well, but anyway, we're, again, tangent here, so to make a long story short, um, but there's more to our past than just that, but it, we're not going to get into all that shit, so to make a long story short, my sister has always kind of had this victim mentality, so anything that happens to her is everybody else's fault, especially my mother's. So I felt as though when I recommended, it, because we we're moving to Virginia and because of the fact that my sister is only going to be, you know, about four hours away, it would be nice for her to spend time with her and my nephew. I do have a nephew. He is, I don't know, um, my son's seven. So he's nine. I like most kids, <laughs> With that being said, I am not a fan of my nephew. He's ignorant and he's rude at nine years old. Um, And you're probably going, oh my God, let me explain. First of all, I'm your aunt. You will respect me enough to call me aunt. I don't need to earn a title with you because it's not my fault that you and I have not been in, our li- in each other's lives. My sister has made a choice from the time this little boy was born that we were not allowed to do certain things with him. Example, I have gone out and purchased him clothes. She would either return the clothes or he would never wear them. 90% of the time she would turn the clothes back to get the money back because yes, I'm not a cheap aunt. If I want to buy him shoes, he don't need any shoes, Trina. I just bought him some at the consignment store okay, don't you think he, he deserves like a brand new pair of shoes that like, I don't know, fit him. So that's part of it. So then the other thing is, is that we weren't allowed to take him places. So if I wanted to go say when I lived in North Carolina and wanted to take him, you know, somewhere with us, the answer was always no, no, he can't go. No, no. I mean, she threatened to call the cops on me because I went down the street to a petting farm where my job was having a party, and I took him. And she literally was like, I'm calling the cops. You're taking my son out of state. Bruh, I'm in North Carolina. I'm literally 10 minutes from my house. What are you talking about? Well, we don't celebrate Halloween. Da-da. Okay, you know what? Come get your kid. Don't ask me to watch him again because I'm not, I'm not going to do this. She dictates everything that you could do for this child mind you she'll go to the store and buy herself 800 dollars worth of clothing and yes i know that because my mother was the one that purchased them without realizing that that's what my sister was doing while my nephew got all his clothing and shoes from a consignment store now is there anything wrong with that absolutely not but let me tell you something i will walk around with air conditioning underwear before i ever buy my son's stuff at a consignment store he will always get whatever I can afford to get him. Whether that means, you know, $5 jeans or five, $2, $3 shirts at Walmart. My point is this there's nothing wrong with consignment stores. I have gone to consignment stores and literally have lucked up. There is nothing wrong with that. My issue with this is, is a grown ass woman buying herself new shoes, new clothes brand new stuff, but yet your son has to get hand-me-downs from people you don't even know. That is my issue. There's other issues between my sister and I, but we're not gonna get into that. So in any event, let me go back to where I was. So my mother decided to go and move with her. I'm proud of my mom for that. I couldn't do it. I'd kill that bitch. (laughs) I, I honest to God, we would be fighting every day. And basically that's what my mom and her have been doing. They've been arguing almost not every day but for the most part a big chunk of it is they're arguing my sister wants things the way that it is she's like you know my mom hasn't changed you know she's this she's that but it's like you know what you you you're not understanding your mentality is so childish and you're always such the victim that you're not looking at it from my mother's point of view which is I left the comfort that I've always known I've left my family, my, and my son who, you know, has, my mother and him are the best of friends, left all of that for you to be here with you because you feel like nobody loves you. Nobody wants you around, Ba 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 and my mother's like, no, this isn't correct. This is what it is. Why does my sister feel that way? She feels that way because nobody deals with her. Nobody. She moved to PA because my dad talked her into it. And half the family does not like her. After her, after, after her getting there and they're getting to know her. Mind you, these are people that we've never really met. We haven't seen these people since we were knee-high to a grasshopper. So they don't know what we've gone through. We don't know them. You know, it's literally meeting strangers. The difference is, is that they have title of family. Fuck that. You're not family until you prove your ass to be family. Because there are friends that are family. There are friends that are my day one and my ride to die that I will die for and put my life on the line for. There are people in my life that I absolutely 150% love to death. And there is no coming above that. And there's no choosing anybody above that love. These are people that I don't know you yeah you got the title of family because we have the same quote unquote blood that runs through our same veins that doesn't make you family and people when and what people don't understand is that when you're meeting family for the first time, it's like meeting someone someone for the first time it's like meeting a stranger on the street again the only only difference the only difference is is that someone on the street you honestly have no ties to and the people you're meeting that are so quote unquote family you have ties to because they're your family. And after them getting to know my sister as a person and individual have decided that they don't want to fool with her. So now here she is by herself with just my nephew with no one there to help. And she wanted my mom to go and wanted my mom's help. Go mom. I got this. I'm like you. I will figure shit out. I will bust my ass to make sure my son is taken care of. Go. Go be with her. Go help her. And I told my mom. My mom cried like a baby. And I gave her the biggest hug I could give her. And I told her. I love you so much. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm proud of you for doing what makes you uncomfortable. And even more so trying to show this dumbbell that you love her and that you are there for her. But you can only do so much for a person. You, you can. I mean, the reality is, is that you can only show somebody a some, certain amount of things before at that point it is 150% up to them to make a choice to do better. To make a choice to change who they are, not even change who they are, but at least have the ability to self-check themselves and look at themselves in the mirror. Now, I know everybody says a Jersey girl is this, this, and this. Listen, let me tell you something. I am a Jersey girl. I'm a born and bred Jersey girl. I'm a Southern girl. My mom raised me to be Southern because she's from the South, but I'm a Jersey girl to my heart, which means, yeah, I'm I'm crazy. I'm funny. I pop off it is what it is you know what I mean and even though my mom my mom was born in Jersey and she lived there for a few years before they moved back to Virginia um but my mom's you know social everything is is uh Virginia and stuff and that's pretty much where she's raised that's where my family's from um on my mom's side from uh Virginia West Virginia so you know My sister feels like, oh, my mom hasn't changed. She gets angry. You're damn right. I mean, come on. You can't sit here and tell a grown ass woman what she can and cannot do and think that that's going to fly, you know, and stuff. And then she does dumb shit. Like, this girl is insane, insane. Like, insanity. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm not trying to. Like, it is what it is. So, to make a long story short, um,. That's where my mom is. My mom is in Ohio with my sister. And a week later of her moving, my son and I moved. We are now in Virginia. Ask me, how's that going? I'm on a week vacation, which is coming to a close. I go back to work on Monday. And I've never felt so lonely in my life. You know, for the first time, I'm... In a whole new area, a whole new everything, with no one here, just me, just me and my son, you know, and I'm trying to be optimistic and wanting to meet people now, who do I have in this area? Do I know anybody in this area? I mean, yeah, I mean, I know my realtor <laughs> we're supposed to go for drinks tonight um I have a friend in Richmond who is coming down tonight. Um, So I'm excited to see him. We've been friends for a good two years. I'm friends with his girlfriend um, and everything. So, you know, we all kind of have been in groups together, like on Facebook and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm excited for that. But who do I know in my immediate area? One person. And... The thing is, he seemed excited about me moving here. But I wouldn't tell him exactly where I was moving initially. And a lot of that has to do with, he is my drug. He is the one person that, so I know I mentioned in the beginning, I don't let people in. I do, but it takes a long time kind of for me to, I don't, you know what? Here's the thing. With me i'm friends with people, and I'm willing to share some of my you know own self with people for the most part, but at the same token, I am very like if you do me wrong kind of thing then we're we're kind of over like i don't i, I, I I'll fix it to a degree. But if you, can't, if you can't mistake your part in, in any situation, then I, I can't force you to. You know what I mean? I can only speak and do for myself. And then that's just what it is. So this person, um, I've only let one guy in my life. One. I know you're probably like, what? you 37? How you only? I've only loved one man my whole life my ex-husband well still technically my husband we still got to get our divorce but we haven't been together and my son's seven so about seven years um uh, more like it was a slip-up when I got pregnant but the best one I've best slip-up I've ever had um with my my husband but he's the person I've the only person I've I've ever loved I loved him the moment I met him <laughs> When I met my husband, let me tell you something, I didn't, I didn't know that he would be my husband. All I saw was this hood-ass nigga from, from uh, South Trenton with these rolls coming up out his head like Coolio. <laughs> and this bomb-ass leather jacket. And um, I wasn't really feeling him at first. Like, he really wasn't my type. You know, he was a lot of things that I was just like, man, eh, not really what i I want in my life. But I remember the first night that we all hung out, I, I got introduced to him by his cousin and his cousin. I met her because her uncle was dating my mom. And I remember meeting, um, meeting Aaron, that's his name. And we just talked like we talked and talked and talked for hours And it was the first time that I ever met anybody who took the time out to, you know, really talk to me. I mean, guys have been attracted to me. Guys have, you know, I I had already had sex by then, one time. By the way, it was the most horrible experience of my life. I could not understand why anybody would want to have sex. But to make a long story short, I met my husband and... You know, we had our issues. We had our ups and downs and our breakups and get back together and break up and get back together. And, you know, for years. And I remember, but I never loved anybody like him. I never knew that I could. I honestly, up until the first time I had sex, I stayed away from boys, from men. And I have my reasons why. We're not going to get into those, but I did. And when I met my husband and we started dating and everything, I knew that I could love. I knew that I was really and truly capable of loving someone, you know, wholeheartedly and and really putting my all into something, you know, and everything. And as broken as of of a person that I am, and yes, I am broken. I understand that. Is there a fix to me? No. There are some people... In this world, that are always going to be broken, and I'm broken to a degree, and I'm healed to a degree. And right now, I'm in the sad part is is that like right now, I would say I'm in my broken kind of part of me because I'm alone right now, and I don't know. I you know I. You know, I thought with this guy that I don't know, like I know when I I knew that when I moved here, I didn't really want to tell him where I moved, you know, because, again, he's the first person past my husband that I let in. I dropped every wall, every brick I built up. I let it all fall down and crumble for him. And I was such an idiot to do that. But when I moved here, I never discussed it with him. I mean, he knew that I was looking to possibly come into the area or so, um, and everything. And, um, but that was pretty much, you know, about it. Um, but I never really discussed it, discussed it with him. I never really had the, Hey, I'm moving to your area conversation you know, kind of thing. Like we would talk about it. He would, you know, tell me a little bit about the area. I had actually been here multiple times um, to visit with him. So I kind of got to see the area and I really fell in love with the area. Like it reminded me of kind of where I grew up in Jersey, um, a, a nice Southern state, you know, but close to everything and what I was trying to do for myself and what I want to do for myself. So it really became a beautiful place to me. The downside is that I'm closer to him. And it's a good thing and a bad thing because even though him and I have our moments and our go back and forth, I always thought that no matter what, at the end of the day, I always had him as a friend. I always had him as an ally and always thought that, you know, he would always step up. So when I moved here, um, he immediately was, well, when's your move day? I can get someone to help you you know and I was like well I want to paint the apartment and he's like well what are you trying to do I'm like why you want to paint he's like I can so like automatically like he was like yeah you know like I'll be there for you know like I kind of felt like already at the gate like he was already like and then I and I guess that's the problem that me and him have is that where he's kind of was excited or kind of I take that away from him because I was like no you and I aren't even friends like we we can't coexist together you can't be in my life and the reason he can't be in my life is because I can't separate what I feel for him from us being friends or us being anything so it's very hard to have this person in my life and it sucks because I know that you know when I first told him about my move that he was like oh I got you like da 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 I could get somebody to help you move what do you like he was excited he even put my address in his GPS and was like, you're only yo, like it's wild, you're gonna be so you know, and then I'm like, we're not friends, you can't be in my life. And I know you're going, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with you? I'm scared. I'm scared of relying on anybody but myself. I'm scared of relying on him. All he's done is hurt me. The excitement that he shows is short-lived, because guess what? Now he's acting like the asshole he always is, and ignoring my text messages. Where you know, and it's just like you know, it is what it is. You know, yes, I know that I push people away. I am, I can, one hundred and fifty percent own up to that shit. I push push people away because I don't want to be hurt. I'm afraid of letting anybody love or care for me, because I always feel like shit comes a tie to it. And that's something I have to deal with and something I have to heal with in myself. But it's still just the point in the process of the whole situation, you know. And the other thing is, too, the other reason I don't really want him in my life is because I don't want him to feel like I'm here for him. I know that sounds stupid, but and that's a dumb reason to even think that. But, I don't know, like, I just feel like, if I let myself up and be vulnerable, he's going to hurt me anyway. Why even bother? Why even bother to have anything, anything to do with him on any level? He lives where he lives, I live where I live, let's keep it like that and keep it pushing. Like, and this recording has gotten really long. I apologize and for all of you who's listening, don't think that I am batshit crazy cuz I'm not. I'm just a lonely girl in a new state and the only true person I really know that I've gotten to know over the past couple of years I push away because I'm afraid. And I'm even more afraid that he has access to me, closer access to me. And I just don't believe God has written it in the cards for us to be together. And at this point, it's it's time to let that go. Let him go. I want this to be a new beginning for me, a new start for me. I am new here, and this is the first time... In my life, the very, 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 very first time in my life that I'm doing this shit on my own. No mom, no friends, nobody. I am new here and I'm stepping out on my own two fucking feet and I'm doing this shit. And that's a big fucking step for me. So there has been my life right now and did I mention trying to find childcare? care oh lord I gotta find me another job because this one the nine ain't gonna cut it no 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 because no one only wanna watch no kids after a certain time but I got this I got this I know I got it and I know I'm gonna be okay And I appreciate all of you guys out here listening to my crazy self and talking to me. Or not talking to me directly, but listening to me. There's going to be more stories coming. I'm going to have my YouTube channel up very soon. So look for that. Much love to all y'all. I'll talk to you soon.